wrongly and getting even. If somebody has hurt you, if somebody's gone out of their way to hurt you, I think that if you have the opportunity, you should certainly go out of your way to do a number on them. And I've had more criticism about that one statement in my book than any other statement. The clergy is called, the ministers, the priests, the rabbis, they've all said, what a terrible thing to say. That's against our teachings. I just believe it. I believe in an eye for an eye. Strongly. If, you didn't tell me if somebody has hurt you, if somebody's gone out of their way to hurt you, I think that you have the opportunity. You should certainly go out of your way to Well, I don't know what it would do to my reputation. I've had more criticism about that one statement in my book than any other statement. The clergy is called, the ministers, the priests, the rabbis, they've all said, what a terrible thing to say. That's against our teachings. I just believe it. I believe in an eye for an eye. Strongly. If somebody has hurt you, Oh, good evening, Patriots. Sorry for the delay there. Sorry for the echo. And multiple windows open with the uh, video with the Foxhole app open. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from the man himself. He believes an eye for an eye. What's going to happen? We're all waiting to see what happens. Are we truly on the precipice, ladies and gentlemen? Are we going to see a Biden inauguration? Is that going to be the precipice for us all? I don't know, but I do know Trump is not going to forget us, and he's not going to leave us to the wolves out here, and I cannot see the man handing over the keys to Joe Biden. So is this it? Is this it? Welcome in, everybody. This is Scott, the host, creator of Woke Societies. The, uh, whatever, I don't know if you want to call this a news channel, just, you know, all around red pill, truth, whatever you want to call this, guys. Um, let everyone know, let everyone know right now, I'm still here doing content, making live shows, and we are the news now. So like, share, comment. The best thing you can do for all of us right now is to share this stream out to your family and let them know that we're still out here, guys. That is the easiest way to support this channel and all that good stuff. So thank you for everyone joining me on DLive, on Twitch on Periscope, and of course, and of course, on Pilled.net, and also on our new Foxhole app, which we're live streaming there right now, and I will pull that up for everybody in case they haven't seen it. But before we do that, let's get into uh, tonight's sponsor of the show, one of the developers from Pilled.net. This is Matt. Go sign up at Pilled.net right now to make a free account, and here he is to describe the product. Be right back. Step in the virtual haven of Pilled.net where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pilled.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pilled.net. Beautiful. So, yeah, you guys heard it right there. That is a American-made platform for all of you built by two Americans that love this movement. They're all about this movement. They're both named Matt, and they're fantastic. Go sign up at Pill.net right now for a sensor-free experience that is just so far ahead of the uh, of everyone else right now. Go check them out. They're the only ones that offer this kind of uh, uh, uncensored platform with the live stream capability. And, of course, you guys know I've been talking it up as much as I can. And... I got to show you guys, got to show you this new app that we have is it's they're called Fox. It's called Foxhole, the Foxhole dot app. We're streaming there right now. 
and uh, it's probably getting flooded um, with the alerts. I get the alerts on my phone. It's free. You guys can sign up right there. Hit the alert button on all your favorite channels and all that good stuff. For uh, Apple, it's in the it's in the App Store right now. And for Google, you can go right on the uh, Chrome browser, put the foxhole.app and install it and download and get it on your Android phone from right there. So there's so much, uh, so much going on. And I just, you know, people are really freaking out right now. They are. And I'm seeing it everywhere. And I'm just here to tell everybody, just relax. We're going to be okay. We are truly at war right now with the most evil people that we could possibly conceive. And now the mask is coming off and we're seeing all the craziness. We're seeing the people, these people for what they are. And I got to tell you guys, it's uh, it's weighing heavily on, on, my, on me, myself. And uh, it's, but we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. And we're going to talk about everything today as far as Trump's uh, little speech that he did at Alamo, Texas. Going to be talking, um, as, as the dust, is, uh, dust has settled, about the uh, riots uh, at the Capitol. Um, some, a lot of details aren't lining up with the time of when um, these original protesters got to the White House. It takes, well, we're going to get into it because none of it's adding up. And we're going to dive into that. We're going to see what kind of new censorship is uh, happening. Um, the pushback from other countries against Facebook and Twitter um, is happening right now. And their excuse is absolutely hilarious to see. Um, so we're, we got so much to cover. So let's get into the craziness of today and just go through a bunch of stories to get you guys caught up on the news of the day. So breaking report, the Juno spacecraft spacecraft orbiting Jupiter has discovered an a, uh, a, FM radio signal coming from the moon. Uh, Jaina made. This is the first of its kind discovered. Aliens, guys, this is aliens. We found an FM frequency on a moon that we've never heard before. What's out there? What's out there, right? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know whenever there's some kind of alien um, disclosure or news put into the news cycles, I immediately, first thing I ask is, what are they trying to distract us from? We all knew Trump was going to be speaking today. RSBN had 800,000 viewers on the stream today, and had about a hundred thousand on the Facebook. So they were close to a million live viewers on their channel today. Absolutely fantastic. But we're seeing all this alien stuff and the New York Post dropped this today. The CIA releases UFO Black Vault documents early, how to see them online. And this came out also this afternoon. And it says, by way of the Freedom of Information Act, thousands of the CIA documents on unidentified flying objects, UFOs, or UAPs, as they like to say, are now accessible via download at the Black Vault website operated by author and podcaster John Greedwald Jr. The CIA claims they have now provided all the information on UAP they have, though there is no way to know that's true. So let me ask you guys in the chat. Do you think, do you think by any means right now, do you think the CIA is giving us the full, the full rundown of, uh, of, of uh, disclosure here? I don't know. I don't know, but I do know they did, they did link this website and you can see here it's called the Black Vault. And it's a it's a little uh, walkthrough of what is, they have here. And as you guys can see, the documents, the PDF documents are of plenty. And if you guys want this link, I'll drop this link in the chats for you right now. Um, this could be something worth looking into at some point. Just right now, this alien talk does not seem relevant with, <laughs> with everything going on. So I'm going to drop that link in the chats for you all right now. And there you have it. There you have it. Yeah, nobody trusts the CIA to give us everything, right? It's so funny. I can see you guys in the chats. No one 
Nobody believes it. So I just thought that was interesting because we all knew Trump was speaking today. Anytime we're on the, we're on the edge of our seats now, what is he going to say? Is he going to say the uh, the big line we're waiting for? The uh, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. We're waiting for all for it all right now, and we're all on edge. But this came out, and I thought it was extremely. Uh, coincidental that that happened. Deep statements. Thank you so much for the diamond. Absolutely not, and I don't believe it either. So we had that come out today. Very interesting. So I'm gonna probably uh, dive more into that for my, maybe Thursday's show to see if there's anything relevant at all. Um, for me, Project Looking Glass is probably the most intriguing um, out of all the all the uh, UFO stuff and all that good stuff. So let's transition gears here because I love to expose corruption and especially um, organizations that go out of their way to hunt uh, conservatives down, uh, dox people, and that's exactly what Project Lincoln is. And thank you, uh, Beliferous, so much for the diamond. C-A-M-O, yes, absolutely. And Polite Pepe, thanks for the diamond. And Empress K-E-G, love you. Uh, let's see what... Love Looking Glass. Yes, I do too. Is one of my favorite things to cover. Deep Statements, also the Ninja Gini. Wearing my raincoat. Yes, absolutely. Let's look at what's being exposed here about Project Lincoln. Project Lincoln was, remember guys, they donated a shit ton of money to stop Republicans from winning. And they actually, they got obliterated. Project Lincoln wasted millions of dollars. And remember all those house seats the Republicans gained. Well, it was for nothing. And now this is coming out. Ryan James Gerdusky says it's been nearly 24 hours and Project Lincoln still has not responded to the allegations that their founder, John Weaver, used their group to solicit sex from college-age men. Since that time, more have come forward to share their stories and more conversations they had with Weaver. And here's a screenshot um, from Weaver saying, oh boy, versatile. And you can see his little comment here. I really don't want to read that out. And you can see it right there. Hmm. Their stories have been heartbreaking, one young man said. When Weaver first messages you, you feel, oh my gosh, someone noticed me. This could be the chance to break into politics. You feel empowered, and then he uses that trust against you. And right now, there is multiple stories of young men that are now reporting. It only took one person to go online and do it first and open up the floodgates. And now Project Lincoln here has been completely silent on the matter. And does that really surprise anybody? Absolutely not. And it does not surprise me at all that you have these scumbags that are going after uh, Republicans, going after conservatives, calling them the worst things. And yet your founder, your founder has a appetite an appetite for young men that he preys on and does absolutely terrible things to. Pretty hard to get behind a company um, where your founder is into young boys. But there always seems to be a trend here, right, with these people. Always seems to be a trend. So I just wanted to point that out there because they have docked so many people, so many Trump supporters, and it's absolutely disgusting to see what they're doing. So in more good news, though, as we all know, there's a gigantic migration from Big tech platforms to Gab, Telegram. We're seeing the numbers. And look at this, just to give you guys an update. I love I love showing this. Sammy Q Patriot, thank you so much for the diamond. We are going to make the legacy media irrelevant. Visits this week, 46 million. Page views this week, 80 million. Signups in the last 48 hours at 1 million. That is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I got to tell you guys, I was on Gab probably about 1, 2 in the morning where most people were sleeping. And um, it was running as smooth as butter. And when I woke up around 11 today, unfortunately, almost slept until noon, 
Um, I got Bray back on and it's still running, still running a lot better than what it was. It's still a little slow, but it was leaps and bounds from where it was uh, just a couple days ago. And they're continuing their onslaught of uh, just awesome troll uh, troll tweets on Twitter. And they're just sucking up all the people that have been displaced uh, since Twitter and Parler um, just got destroyed. Twitter did their thing. We all saw it. And then Parler was uh, deplatformed. There's only one place for many people to go, and right now it's Gab, and, I'm, and people are absolutely loving it. I've been posting there all day long. Uh, the following is growing super fast. It's so awesome to be in a platform you can speak your mind again and not have to wake up and worry, is my ca- account going to be there in the morning or mine is going to wake up and find out I've been deleted with no reason. No reason, but it's not just Gab. It's not just Gab. Telegram surpassed 500 million monthly active users 25 million new users joined Telegram in the last 17, 72 hours alone. They no longer want to be held hostage by the tech monopolies. And can you blame them? I signed up for tell. I've had a Telegram for a little while, but didn't really start using it now. And now almost everybody that I know, friends, family, we're all in group chats on Telegram, getting all the information out that we possibly can. And uh, that's what we're doing right now. So this is have a, this has a contagious effect. And you guys are going to love what I have lined up for you. Um, with these countries and other and other companies inside the United States that are that are literally blocking access to these uh, to these apps because they're they're tired of it and other countries are getting tired of it too. We're going to talk about all that. But another breaking news here that happened yesterday: Acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf resigns effective at 11:59 p.m. due to recent events, including the ongoing and meritless court rulings regarding the validity of my authority as acting secretary. And this was, this was weird. This was weird. It says these events and concerns increasingly serve to divert attention resources away from the important work of the department in this critical time of a transition of power. Once I step down, Pete Gaynor, FEMA administrator, will be the acting secretary. Administrator Gaynor is a uh, consummate professional and will lead the department ably. I don't know what this means. I thought it was uh, notable, but here we are. Here we are. Maybe uh, maybe this change was uh, done on purpose. Maybe this is all part of the plan. I don't know anymore. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But as you guys all know, I live in New York, and the lockdowns here are ridiculous. Our governor is competing for top douchebag governor in the entire country. Him and, uh, him and Gavin Newsom are neck and neck. Um, but Cuomo put out this, th- this message yesterday, and... The timing of it, the timing of it is just so insane. He tweets, this asshole tweets this out yesterday. We simply cannot stay closed until the vaccine hits critical mass. The cost is just too high. We will have nothing left to open. We must reopen the economy, but we must do it smartly and safely. This douchebag said the same exact thing in the beginning of last spring, just as uh, COVID started to hit the city in March, April, June, said the same thing we went through his four steps of reopening and he just stopped it and of course this is what we've been saying ladies and gentlemen right we've been saying it this virus was always about derailing trump the economy and getting joe biden inside the white house that's what it is and to these people the deed is done we can now start to talk about reopening because trump is on his way out that's what they're thinking that's what they think is going on but it's so hard it's so hard to watch this, but I got to show you guys this video. This woman went up to Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer had a presser today, and she laid into Chuck Schumer, called him a Nazi, called him Hitler, um, a bunch of stuff. 
This woman is awesome. She tears into him, and I know you guys are going to love this. Watch this woman absolutely destroy Chuck Schumer in the middle of a press conference. Here it is. She just said, by the way, I got sexually excited when I saw the picture of you laying on your desk. That's how much I loathe you. <laughs> oh, my God. And like Nancy Pelosi said, do what they do. After all, she doesn't care about monuments, and neither do I. And where in the First Amendment does it say that you have to protest peacefully and politely? As long as there's outrage and unrest in our hearts, there's going to be unrest in these streets. She said, these Trump supporters will go down, will go to your vineyards and burn and burn them down, and I'll be there to support them. That's what she just said. Now, you guys know I don't support any kind of violence or any kind of stuff like that, and I will never promote anything like that. But you could just feel the frustration in this woman's voice and just the outrageous hypocrisy of these people. She's screaming at, at, at Schumer, why won't you tell them to stand down? Did you tell the uh, Capitol Police to stand down as we all saw that they pr pretty much did as they released the barricades and opened up the doors and holding them open for these people to come in? But we're going to talk about all that. She ripped into him. She ripped into Nancy. And there was a little Freudian slip on Nancy's part that I don't know if you guys caught. She was in a little interview. This is just a six-second clip talking about how afraid she is, she, is, uh, she is of Trump. And I don't know if she meant to say this, but we caught it on camera here. Listen to this real quick. And only a number of days until uh, we can be protected from him. There's only a number of days that we feel like we can be protected from him. Very interesting. Very interesting. And I just saw someone gifted a bunch of uh, subscriptions. Hot Rod 73. Thank you, sir, for uh, dropping those five subscriptions. You're, a, you're, a, you're the man. You're always here. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You can see why they're trying to invoke the 25th Amendment. But as we're going to see here in just a little bit, Trump is not bothered by this. But speaking of Nancy Pelosi, as our funny video of the day, that's going to lead us into the main event. Thank you guys all for joining. We're at 3.2 thousand viewers on DLive. And let me just hop over to Twitch here. We're at 325 on Twitch. And I'll have to pull up Foxhole in just a minute and get the count for Foxhole. But we're going to be easily over 4,000, probably 5,000 viewers on this show tonight. So let's get into the video. Dutch 211. Nothing can stop what is coming. Where we go on, we go all. Thank you so much for the diamond. 
let's watch this video because we all think these people are demons, right? Well, Nancy had a bad day in the salon again, and the demon inside of her came out. And uh, you guys are going about to uh, witness what Nancy looks like when she's having a bad day in the salon. Play this video, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future clues past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can tell you guys enjoyed that video just as much as I did. That was from, again, the famous memer, Dre Fanzor, who I, 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 he has those, he puts these amazing memes out and I love showing them off. There you go. This is how, uh, this is how we set the tone for an amazing show. Thank you all for joining. Um, we're crushing it right now and I'm going to pull up Foxhole in just a minute to catch, um, to see what the numbers are for that. So what I want to begin here with everybody is, Trump was leaving for Texas, and he had a little. Um, he had a little. Uh, I guess the media wanted to talk to him for a little bit, obviously, and Trump obliged. And he had said something very interesting before um, he he took off, and that's what I want to show you guys right now. Um, and let me just see here real quick, because I want to see how many viewers I have on Foxhole. And if uh, if you guys on the Pill team are listening right now, if you could give me some updates on that, um, that would be great. And because uh, it looks like Foxhole is uh, slowly loading, so I can't see the numbers right now. Um, but that's okay. That's all right. So what I'm going to show you guys real quick here is Trump talking about free speech and what it's doing and what uh, and what big tech did here. This is him uh, today before he took off for Texas. Take a listen and see what the man has to say. Listen right now. If you could give me some updates on that, um, that would be great. They're dividing and divisive, and they're showing something that I've been predicting for a long time. I've been predicting it for a long time, and people didn't act on it. But I think big tech has made a terrible mistake and very, very bad for our country, and that's leading others to do the same thing. And it causes a lot of problems and a lot of danger. Uh, Big mistake. They shouldn't be doing it. But... uh, there's always a counter move when they do that. I've never seen such anger as I see right now, and that's a terrible thing. Terrible thing. And you have to always avoid violence. And we have we have tremendous support. We have support 
probably like nobody's ever seen before, always have to avoid Mr. violence. President, what is your role in what happened at the Capitol? What is your personal responsibility? So if you read my speech, and many people have done it, and I've seen it both uh, in the papers and in the media, on television, uh, it's been analyzed, and people thought that what I said was totally appropriate. And if you look at what other people have said, politicians at a high level, about the riots during the summer, the horrible riots in Portland and Seattle and various other other places, that was a real problem, what they said. But they've analyzed my speech and my words and my final paragraph, my final sentence, and everybody to the T thought it was totally appropriate. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And that was it. But the most important thing I want you guys to say here, Trump doesn't ever spell out his plans in these, and he's very subtle when he wants to get a message across. He said specifically there is always a counter move um, in place to have a, to uh, to react to something like this. And like I said, his uh, War Room team said before, they are going to announce um, pretty soon, hopefully whenever that is, um, where they're going to land um, because we will not be silenced. And that's exactly what he said. And we're all praying um, he's going to end up on Gab, and that's going to be the future home until Trump builds his own uh, his own platform, which I'm thinking um, is essentially what's going to happen overall. But he's talking about at the end there about his speech, about what he said, about how he said peacefully and patriotically protest. And again, on Greg Jarrett here talking about this, when you look at the transcript, it's very simple to see what he said. This isn't conspiracy theories. Again, this has been going on for four years now. It says President Trump is not guilty of inciting an insurrection, as Democrats allege, not by a long shot. And this is what it, this is what he said. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Keep listening. Nowhere in Trump's remarks did he advocate violence or destruction of property. And everybody that I know, including um, friends, family that were there. Um, they all said the same thing. Nobody was advocating any type of violence. They were there to simply support the president and see what the man had to say. He said he was going to be dropping evidence, and that's exactly what he did. Um, to me, it was a little boring because we've doing researching this stuff all the time, being in it all the time. We know what the fraud was. We know the numbers are bad. We know this election was stolen, and yet here we are. But the big thing that I want to show you guys, and with John Paul Rice and Methods, they they talked about this last night as well. Um, now that the dust has completely settled on this, and we've had some time to look at this, almost a week removed um, from the Capitol um, from the Capitol riots, um, we're the, we're looking at timelines right now of exactly when events started, when Trump's speech ended, when people actually started walking to the Capitol, and the time that it takes to get from where the crowd was to the Capitol itself, and all the time in in between there. This is what we're going to be really uh, honing in tonight and seeing this. So this is from the nationalpulse.com. Incitement timeline debunked as ex-Capitol police chief says Pelosi, McConnell, sergeants, sergeants at arms refuse security measures. Very interesting. Now, why would they do that? So the Washington Post has reported that the outgoing Capitol police chief, Steve Sun, believes his efforts to secure the premises were undermined by a lack of concern from the House and Senate security officials who answered directly to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. The National Pulse can also report the Washington Post timeline proves it was impossible for Trump speech attendees to have made it to the Capitol in time for the breach. And this is where it gets very interesting. 
So two days before Congress was set to formalize President-elect Joe Biden's victory, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund was growing increasingly worried about the size of the pro-Trump crowds expected to stream into Washington in protest. And we all knew it was going to be probably the biggest event, biggest show up of patriotism um, in this country's history. And it absolutely was. Thousands and thousands and thousands of patriots descended upon D.C. and it was beautiful to watch. So there was growing concerns that they needed extra help. And this is what Sun was talking about. To be on the safe side, Sun asked House and Senate uh, security officials for, for, for permission to request that the D.C. National Guard be placed on standby in case he needed a quick backup. But Sun said Sunday they turned him down. Why would they do that? Why would they have, if they were so concerned about, you know, right, far right wing uh, protesters, why would they turn him down? In his first interview since pro-Trump riders stormed the U.S. Capitol last week, Sund, who, who has since resigned his post, said his supervisors were reluctant to take formal steps to put the guard on call, even as police intelligence suggested that the crowd uh, President Trump had invited to Washington uh, to protest his defeat, his defeat probably would be much larger than earlier demonstrations. Everyone knew this. Everybody knew this. Congress knew this. This is why the entire the entire uh, story that these people were able to get in the Capitol building just never made sense to me about how they did that, knowing how many people were coming to D.C. So House Sergeant at Arms Paul Irving said he wasn't comfortable with the optics. That word has been driving me nuts lately. I hate this word, but this is his excuse. They didn't want the optics of formally declaring an emergency ahead of the demonstration, Sun said. Meanwhile, Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Michael Stenger suggested that Sun should be informally seek out his guard contacts, asking them to lean forward and be on alert in case Capitol Police needed their help. Optics? They're worried about optics? That that was the excuse? The optics that were allowed to be uh, seen, as we all saw, were these Antifa infiltrators and many others bashing windows and smashing in the doors trying to get in. Um, But we're going to talk about those people in just a moment. But the excuse from the sergeant at arms was they were worried about optics. It sounds like bullshit to me. That's what that sounds like. And this man, uh, Mr. Sund here, has resigned because of this because they pretty much made him the fall guy. He's landing on the sword and they're blaming him on everything. But yet the man requested specifically days ahead of time, please, can we just, if you're not going to send him in now, can we at least have them on backup um, we don't want any problems. We already know this is going to be a difficult day, regardless with how many people show up. But they declined. So this is where it gets um, this. This is where it gets interesting because I didn't even think about it ahead of time. I've never been to D.C. I don't know the layout of the locations of these, and people are walking. They're not driving. I never thought how quick can you get from where Trump was to where the Capitol building was. So this is where it gets interesting. So this is what they call the dodgy timeline. And while the Washington Post clumsily attempts to blame President Trump for the violence, despite the president calling for peaceful protests and the cheering on of congressmen, their own article admits the first wave of protesters arrived at the Capitol about 1240 p.m. And that's an important timeline there. 1240 p.m. is when the first wave of protesters arrived. President Trump's speech didn't conclude until 1-11. And everyone that I knew on the ground that was there, the ones that even couldn't really hear Trump, they most of them stayed and listened to the president at least finish his speech to see. We were all on edge. We were waiting to see, is he going to drop the bomb? Is he going to say the famous line we're all waiting for? Didn't happen. But most of them stayed. 
But how but how could this happen? Who is here at 12:40 p.m.? So this is the thing. His speech didn't conclude until 111 and with at least a 45 minute walk between the two locations with crowd related delays, that would put the first people from Trump's speech at Capitol Hill no earlier than 1:56 p.m., almost an hour ahead of time. A full hour and 16 minutes after troublemakers arrived. And this is the problem. In fact, riders who breached the perimeter would have had to leave before the Trump speech even began to get there at that time at 12 p.m. precisely to make it in time for the event as they are detailed by authorities. So the Washington Post had also states Sun's outer perimeter on the Capitol's west side was breached within 15 minutes, meaning the Capitol was breached over an hour before Trump's speech attendees could even have begun to arrive. Do you see where this is going, ladies and gentlemen? Do you see how serious this is? This correlates with Sun's interview where he admits, I realized at 1 p.m. things aren't going well because the barricades were already taken down. I'm watching my uh, people getting slammed. And we all know, most likely, the people that showed up to the Capitol early to cause problems, we can all say they were not Trump supporters. They were there, most likely Antifa, infiltrated to cause problems. Because, again, where were Antifa that night? They were nowhere to be found, and just coincidentally, they didn't show up for the largest uh, Trump Trump rally um, in the history of this country in his four-year term. They just didn't show up that night? No. They were in the ranks. They were dressed up as Trump supporters. They were here. They were the ones causing the problems. But look, again, 1 p.m. would have been a full 56 minutes before any Trump speech attendee could have begun arriving, let alone breaching the perimeter and clashing with police. Downtown Washington, D.C. roads were closed. There was no way of arriving faster, let alone before the president had finished even speaking. And just like John Paul Rice said, the events that happened here, these people that got there earlier, had already, they already pushed the barricades away. They were already there. So if you're the crowd, now you finish the Trump speech and then you're walking, you're already seeing the barricades removed by the time you already show up. So a lot of people that have good intentions, they're going there like they don't even know what happened. They have no idea. They're an hour behind. They show up and the and the barricades are gone. The police aren't on the, the police aren't there. And there's already a crowd of people in the Capitol, in the Capitol building. And some of them already had gotten in by then. But the majority of the crowd, the crowd that we all know, the loving patriotic crowd that we are that support our president. They just showed up and they were already an hour behind, but this doesn't ever make the mainstream media headlines. They don't. All they do is show the same video over and over again of the protesters walking in, running around, causing havoc inside, destroying the place, smashing windows. But you never just look at logic and look at the timeline here. And right now, there are multiple police officers um, being investigated for allowing this to happen. Many people are on suspension right now for uh, for everything that happened. And the FBI is putting out a full-out investigation to everything that's going on right now. And this story right here was even more alarming to me um, as part of the people that were part of this, um, of the earlier people that got there. We all saw the stories of the pipe bombs um, being planted at D.C. I have to assume they had to have been part of that group or at, at least – had it gotten there just around the same time or earlier to get those pipe bombs there. Um, it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely nuts. But again, this, this fringe group is getting tied into the entire movement. And this is exactly, this was the plan. This could not be more obvious that this entire thing was a setup, but this was a little bit more, um, cringe to me than anything. 
U.S. Army investigating officer who led group to D.C. Trump rally turned riot. There was an, an supposedly a, uh, somebody from the United States Army that was part of this. It says the Army is investigating a psychological operations officer who led a group of people from North Carolina to the rally in Washington that led up to the deadly riot in the U.S. Capitol by supporters of President Donald Trump. Commanders at Fort Bragg are reviewing Captain Emily Rainey's involvement in last week's events in the national capital, but she said she acted within military regulations and that not one in her group broke the law. I was a private citizen and doing everything right and within my rights, Rainey told the Associated Press on Sunday. And she's made the news before, and apparently Rainey 30 is assigned to the 4th Psychological Operations Group at Fort Bragg, according to Major Daniel Lessard, a spokesman for 1st Special Forces Command Known as PSYOPs, the group uses information and, and misinformation to shape the emotions, decision-making, and actors of American adversaries. Now, I didn't get time to dig into this woman, who she was, but the fact that she was very, um, she was, she knew what, she she was part of it, she was, her, her thing in the military was PSYOPs, psychological warfare. So was she there acting in good faith, or was she there carrying out someone else's agenda and causing problems, and we don't know. We don't know, but she is also being investigated with all the rest of the people that the FBI are still trying to find. And the FBI, of course, they're they're just pouring in uh, their resources into this right now. It's absolutely crazy to see what's going on. But let me just hop over the chat real quick. Don't want to make sure I didn't miss anything in the chat. You guys are doing awesome. We're at 4.4 thousand viewers on DLive. Twitch, we're at 522. That puts us at 5,000 viewers. Beautiful. And Foxhole, let me just see if I uh, get Foxhole here. We're at 2,191 on Foxhole, so we're about 7,000 people watching live right now. And that is amazing. Thank you guys for joining here. Remember, if you guys want to uh, donate as well, because it looks like we got a uh, Cash App donation here from Josh. Thank you so much, Josh, for the Cash App donation. I appreciate it. You guys can donate um, to the Cash App. I don't have PayPal. You guys can donate directly to the show. All the links in the description below for the uh, for that. Thank you guys for the donations, the lemons, the diamonds, and jaginis. You guys are fantastic. So these stories are just disturbing beyond belief. And what's going to happen now? And Genesepi, uh, thank you so much for the diamond. I appreciate that. And oh, Dark 30 love you, bro. Love you back. And MMC Peak with the diamond as well. You guys rock. Thank you so much for the love and the donations. You guys are fantastic. So what... We all know we're going to have to wait and see what happens with more arrests from within within D.C. It's really scary. And V. Nelson, thank you for the diamond. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. What's going to be happening on the 20th? What, why is there – we were hearing at least 15,000 troops are going to be um, in D.C. by Saturday. Now, it's very odd to me that they'd be bringing such a – huge, huge military presence um, because nobody that I know, the people that would be normally showing up in swaths um, for a Trump rally, no one's going to D.C. that I know. Nobody is. Nobody wants to be any part of that because we, we essentially got tricked and now it's a full-on assault on 75 million Americans pretty much calling us domestic terrorists. That's what's going on here. But this came out from Disclose.TV. D.C. is preparing for January 20th Worst case scenarios include snipers, targeting inauguration, uh, dignitaries, suicide type aircraft entering Washington's restricted airspace, and even remote powered drones attacking the crowd, says a Defense Department official. That's really scary. The only thing I, I think they're missing is uh, is Terminators and all that good stuff. And my wife just got home, my son, so you guys are probably going to hear him 
Hey, babe. Hey, buddy. Little man's home with a little date with my wife. Why not 1979? Love your show. Love the app. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That was a team effort by so many. So it looks like D.C. is going to be really locked down, and they're going to be having everything there and everything. And to me, it's just so weird because who's going to be showing up for a Joe Biden inauguration? The military presence there is going to be ridiculous. Are they worried that, you know, fringe groups are going to come out? That's possible. Well, that's possible. But uh, Donald Trump put out a statement in regards to this um, invoking an emergency declaration um, for D.C. that came out yesterday. He said, I declare that an emergency exists in the, in the District of Columbia and ordered federal assistance to supplement the district's response efforts due to the emergency conditions resulting from the 59th presidential inauguration from January 11th to January 24th. The president's actions authorizes the Department of Homeland Security, FEMA, to coordinate all disaster relief efforts which have the purpose of alleviating the hardship and suffering caused by the emergency on the local population and to provide appropriate assistance for required emergency measures authorized under Title V of the Stafford Act to save lives and to protect property and public health and safety and to lessen or avert the threat of a catastrophe in the District of Columbia. It sounds pretty serious, and I'm thinking, like, what kind of people, What Antifa, they, we've seen what kind of damage they do. I mean, they, they throw rocks, they throw Molotovs, they throw all this stuff. But as far as, like, really damaging buildings, like, I feel like you're going to have to have weapons to do something like that. What kind of people are they are they preparing for to show up for this? They're going to be that destructive. We're going to have FEMA there as well. Are they just over-preparing for they – just? are they just showing face because of what happened uh, last week? I don't know. I don't know, and I hate using the word optics, but you can't help but to use that word sometimes and seeing what's going on here. Now, this might bum you guys out a little bit, but I want to put a disclaimer here on what I'm about to show you. Um, The Joint Chiefs of Staff put out a memo um, saying that um, they're pretty much, you know, they're they're all in or they're going to accept the uh, Joe Biden um, inauguration and they're going to carry it out. But just look at this real quick. Joint Chiefs of Staff from Disclose.TV. Memo to troops, the military will obey lawful orders from civilian leadership, support civil authorities to protect lives and property, ensure public safety in accordance with the law, and remain committed to protecting the Constitution. Now, that was very interesting that they're going to be following civilian leadership, which would tell me is that the mayor of D.C., those police departments, nobody I can trust, but who knows? That was from routers. But this is the message that I want everyone to see that I saw um, right before the show started, and I want to just put a disclaimer on this real quick. This was also from Disclose.TV, full memo by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and pretty much saying uh, they're going to uh, go go with this with, uh, with the Joe Biden presidency here. We witnessed actions inside the Capitol building that were inconsistent with the rule of law. The rights of freedom of speech and assembly do not give anyone the right to resort to violence, sedition, and insurrection. As service members, we must embody the values of the nation we support and defend the constitution any act to disrupt the constitutional process is not only against our traditions values and oath it is it against the law and this is the line that obviously is going to get people upset on january 20 2021 in accordance with the constitution confirmed by the states and the courts and certified by congress president-elect biden will be inaugurated and will become our 46th commander-in-chief now as far as i know and endo i don't know if you're watching the show right now um let me see here let me see here we were not able to find this memo on any of the DOD websites with the signatures or anything. 
So I don't know if that is real or not. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. But this is this was circulating. And if it is real, what do you guys think this is? Do you think this is optics playing out? Do you think this whole entire we're going to we're going to yes we're accepting the Joe Biden inauguration because the thing is if there is a plan to uh, to hopefully carry in the military to all this. The militaries, they're not going to put out uh, signs and feelers of other things going on because you got to remember, the bad guys are trying to figure out what's going on, too. They, I can't imagine they know what's going on right now. But again, this is the precipice, ladies and gentlemen. I really believe we're going to be at this is the precipice of what we're going into. But let's get into the clip here of Trump at Alamo, Texas, at the border wall of him with this one statement out of any statement in the entire little speech that he had was very eye opening. And Trump always gives these subtle hints into what could be coming next. So Trump had his speech today um, in Alamo, Texas, celebrating the completion of his 450-mile wall, which is obviously a huge accomplishment. He said he was going to put this wall up and complete it. And here we are, um, eight days left till January 20th, and he completed it. He completed it, and he even, there was a, RSBN was watching him. He walked up to the wall and signed it. He actually signed the wall himself, and that was caught on camera, which I thought was pretty funny. But I want to show you guys this 47-second clip of of this little ominous warning he gives to Joe Biden. And this is the first time Trump has said the word a Joe Biden administration. And, of course, everyone got upset. And, you guys, I know everyone's very emotional right now, but we have to try to be stronger than this. We are in an information war right now, and we need to man up. More than, than ever, the statements and things that are coming at us are going to be as demoralizing even more than we dealt with since November 3rd. We have to keep the faith. We have to keep the armor of God. We have to be strong. That's the only way we're going to get through all this. And I want you guys to listen to this. This was I thought this was awesome that he said this. Um, and again, could be hinting at things to come. We'd love to know what you guys think. Watch this. Together. We're joined together to celebrate a great achievement, the extraordinarily successful building of the wall on the southern border. Before we begin, I'd like to say that free speech is under assault like never before. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me, but will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration. As the expression goes, be careful what you wish for. The impeachment hoax is a continuation of the greatest and most vicious witch hunt in the history of our country and is causing tremendous anger and division and pain far greater than most people will ever understand, which is very dangerous for the USA, especially. At and he kept going. But you guys got the main point. Free speech is under assault like number four. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me, but will come to haunt Joe Biden as the expression goes. Be careful what you wish for. And now I see people in the chat, and I've been getting messages all day. Oh, my God, it's over. He said Joe Biden administration. It's over. We're done. The fight's over. He's giving up. Here's what i got to say, guys. With everything that we've all gone through, with everything that he went through, you have to remember since at least 2012, we saw his tweets. Trump knew exactly what these voting machines were about. He knew the people. He knew these politicians. He knew exactly who these people were. I can't sit here and believe, guys, that before Trump signed up to do this, knowing what he would have to go through, that he is going to hand over the keys to 
essentially China would be running our country. I just don't believe it. But at the same time, if that nightmare does come true, we have to keep it in the back of our heads as because we have to be as realistic as possible, ladies and gentlemen. And we cannot have, if it's not this way, I'm done. I give up forever. We're all going to die. That's it. We're, we cannot have the attitude. No matter what, we go, we're going to have to prevail. If anything, it's united over probably 80 million of us even more because, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there that support Trump but just can't say it because of uh, God knows what kind of pressure from family, friends, work, who knows. We have to stay together no matter what. Do I think Trump's going to follow through? I do. I think he's going to follow through. There's no way that he, I can just see him giving up and because they're going to they're gonna go after him and his family. You think he's going to allow that to happen? When he's done, he knows he's done nothing wrong. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, that one line from Art of War, when you, you have, I can't, I wish I could remember it, but when you look your weakest is truly your strong, is when you're strongest. And he is, that that to me is what I'm getting from this. He's appearing that he, he might be conceding. He said Joe Biden administration, the generals that said they would not impeach Trump because that would be a military coup, talking about, okay, we're going to carry out this. We're all on board that signed piece of paper saying yes, we're going to and we're going to carry this out and make sure this gets done. To me, I just personally think, ladies and gentlemen, I hope to God I'm right. This is a this is a just this is an optics move. It's an optics move. As if we're going to concede and carry this out because why would you why would you say days before or a week before the inauguration, the storm is upon us, you know, Patriots it's here. They're not going to do that a week ahead. They are, they are going to have to do this quick and fast. And we're probably going to find out just at the exact time that the bad guys find out. And if it, if Joe Biden does get inaugurated, he puts his hand on the Bible and gets sworn in, I still don't I still won't believe that it's over yet. And we're going to have to see if the, if that if it gets to that point the events after that, but I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I just don't believe that he's going to hand us over to, the, to these uh, to these these rabid dogs, this sick, sick communist socialist agenda that these people want to usher in so badly. And there's one person I just want to mention real quick um, that I haven't seen waiver at all, and just like Devin Nunez hasn't trashed the president at all, hasn't turned his back on him, and that's Mike Pompeo, and he was talking at um, America. What was this? Um, America something, America first or America voices and some media outlet um, that has journalists that go to all the other, all these other countries. And he said something that I thought was just really awesome. And he is still trashing China pretty much talking about as if Trump would be saying he, he has the same rhetoric Trump, Trump carries and he hasn't turned his back on Trump. And remember he said that slick line saying, yes, there will be a tra- It will be a smooth transition to a second uh, Trump administration, and he said it with confidence, and he hasn't he hasn't relinquished yet. But he said this quote here that I thought was just so awesome. He says, Pompeo, censorship, wokeness, political correctness, all points in one direction, authoritarianism. Cloaked as moral righteousness, it's similar to what you're seeing on Twitter and Facebook and Apple. And yeah, Voice of America. Thank you, little cat. He was speaking at Voice of America because he was simply saying, some people in Voice of America didn't even want Pompeo to show up. And Pompeo was like, listen, 
why why do we why do we pay for these American outlets when all you're doing is trash is focusing on just the negative things about this country and nothing positive and all you're doing is trashing our country to other countries. He was pretty much saying enough's enough. Stop doing that. Why are we doing it? He's like it's 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 plaguing our uh, our college uh, our college um, institutions right now and it's all over our media. He's he's sick of it. And he said it in a very calm way, very diplomatic way, way way more uh, eloquently than I just um, just put it for you. But he's absolutely right. One last note I just want to get on on Pompeo, um, and we're going to switch to a different topic here. Pompeo, this came out talking about the U.S. State Department cancels all trips planned for the week over the transition, including Pompeo's visit to Europe. And I thought it was weird because it was it, he announced yesterday around the 13th or 14th Pompeo was going to be visiting um, some foreign countries about diplomacy stuff, but apparently, according to this letter, um, those have been canceled, and he is staying put for right now. And I just have to think, if there was some major stuff going on, I feel like diplomacy missions would be on the be really low on the uh, on the priority list for what's going on. And you'd probably want your Secretary of State to be home, to be uh, cozy at home or comfy at home um, while all this goes down. So just like, uh, you know, we'll see, man. I don't know if that means anything, but this is I'm just this is what I'm seeing, guys. I'm just bringing you the information as to what I see going on here, because it's 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 absolutely crazy. Polly two thumbs with the Ninja Guinea. Did you see what AOC tweeted? Almost 15,000 troops by Saturday with three generators hooked up to comm centers. Absolutely. There is definitely going to be a huge military presence uh, happening without a doubt. Without a doubt. Thank you so much for that Ninja Gini. I really, really appreciate that. But it's really scary seeing where the censorship is going and what the future is going to look like as far as the attacks that we might have to endure if, if our worst nightmare is uh, does come true. But, I, I, guys, I don't believe it, but you guys know I'm a realist. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm not going to sugarcoat things and give you all the hopium in the world saying – it is in the bag. Trump's going to come through with us. We have been let down so many times <laughs> during this movement, and Trump has come through a bunch of times for us in this movement. It's been a roller coaster, at least since I got here. It's been an absolute roller coaster. And uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But what I'm seeing here from Amazon, from Big Tech, they are already doing a full-out assault on guns, on citizens, airports are treating Trump supporters like garbage. I'm just going to show you some quick things that I'm seeing here. From Breitbart, Amazon partner GoDaddy allegedly kicks pro-gun site off the servers. This was AR15.com, and GoDaddy just removed it, forcing the site to shift to a backup URL to stay visible. You guys don't have to be a rocket science to see where this is going. And let's just rip through these real quick. Law enforcement today... Facebook has just blocked our page, Law Enforcement Today, with its nearly 900,000 members from posting. All admins blocked from posting to any page and group they are associated with. This is out of control. This is out of control. And FW Champs, the Diamond Woke, I'm ready for my co-host spot. Hey, man, if you want to give it a shot, you know where I'm going to be at. But this is, uh, this, is, this is what I'm seeing, guys. Almost a million members... And they're just straight out blocking, straight up blocking admins, anybody from posting. Why? Why? Why do they hate police so much? Why do they do this? We all know why, guys. We all know what's coming. But again, 
Airbnb to bar people linked with hate groups, hate groups or violence ahead of inauguration. So I don't know how Airbnb is going to find that. Maybe they have lists of names. Airbnb is going to block people going forward from using their service. You can see, again, where this is all going. And even Tom Fitton here, Tom Fitton got suspended from Twitter over something Twitter previously said did not violate its own rules. <laughs> it doesn't matter, guys. They're going to just keep going with this. And I want to show you this video here. Mindy Robinson. And, guys, the thing is, I don't mind flying. I've, I've flown a bunch of times. But we've all seen the insane videos with the COVID stuff, um, with the airlines and what they're all about. This story here, this little video here is crazy. United Airlines kicked every single passenger off the plane because they were simply singing the national anthem. This comes right after American Airlines threatened to land the plane I was on for a 10-second USA chant. You getting the picture now. Simply being patriotic, ladies and gentlemen, will get you kicked off a plane. You cannot make this stuff up. Watch this. Look at this. They kicked everybody off the plane. They told everybody to get off the plane because they were singing the national anthem. Look at this. They told everybody to get off the plane because they started singing the national anthem. Singing the national anthem now is, is, is more than enough to get you kicked off a plane now. They start limiting travel. They limit your your uh, connection to, to communicate electronically through big tech. When is it enough, ladies and gentlemen? How far do they have to go? We have to be in a serious, serious... We're going to have to rebuild everything if um, when Trump and hopefully the military come through for us. We're, there's going to have to be an, up, an upheaval, an absolute upheaval. Of everything we've known, what companies we use, everything. Everything, because it's going to lead to them taking away our guns. That's what's going to uh, lead. And again, I, I warned everybody yesterday in my quick show, just showing off um, Foxhole, Pill.net, Gab. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to show you guys the James O'Keefe video that came out today, because, again, we got a real, a real picture on the James O'Keefe video of a, of a mid-level um, management for PBS, and my son here is about to make an appearance. Hey, buddy. And he's going to put his cars up here again like he always does. Um, again, do not attend armed protests at state capitals before inauguration. Possible center, sinister plot hatched by radical left to take away gun rights. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. And even on OAN, they're reporting the FBI is saying that there is supposedly armed protests being planned at all 50 state capitals and guys, I don't even know who are these groups? Who are these people that are organizing? Who are they with? What's their name? What group are they with? They never, they're never specific enough. And you have to wonder what is being set up right now. What's being set up? I don't know. But even it says right here, the FBI is monitoring online plans for armed protests across the nation. And I know all you guys out here that listen to the show, you are not part of this. Anybody that I know is not part of this. Me personally, hell, hell no, ain't part of this. I am that not that stupid to get involved with anything like that. Again, we want this to be as peaceful as possible. We just want our voices to be heard. We just want our president, the man that was duly supposed to be our president, to be back in power for another four years. One second, guys. So that's what we're dealing with right now. This is what we're dealing with. And again, I showed this picture again. I'm going to show it again. 
to warn everybody, this was uh, going around. Refused to be silenced with these weird-ass Chinese colors all over this with the stars. Uh, it says, don't let efforts be in vain. Demand freedom and the corruption. Stand up for liberty. Guys, this to me looks like an Antifa, like an Antifa flag here. It's straight garbage. And Pauly Two Thumbs, the Ninja Guinea. Did you see Simon Parks? He spoke to Q. SimonParks.org. Pauly Two Thumbs, I got to be honest, I don't really trust um, Simon Parks. Anybody that says they talk to Q or anything like that, that have inside knowledge, um, immediately suspect in my book. That's just my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, again, guys, fair warning do not go to any of these events, do not go to any rallies. They, they to me, are a setup. So, guys, what I want to do right now. I just want to show you the breaking video that went viral um, of a PBS employee. His name is Principal Counsel Michael Beller talking about throwing Molotov cocktails at the White House and how they want to have re-education camps for all of for parents and their children that supported Trump to put their kids through re-education camps to essentially brainwash them. You guys know you're going to get the full uh, range of emotions on this show, and this one's going to piss you off, and it certainly pissed me off being a father. And this is this is uh, this is truly what we're up against. And this was just one moment. You know, in big tech, in these meetings and behind closed doors, this is how these people truly feel about us and all that good stuff. And there's little man making an appearance on the show, uh, two shows in a row here. It could be three. But watch this, guys. This is disturbing. Anyone buys wings, go through all the Republican voters and Homeland Security with children. Okay. And we'll put them into the education. Amen. And these times, which are unique. What are Kids who are growing up, knowing nothing but Trump, you know, for four years, you gotta wonder what this is gonna be like. Are we raising a generation of intolerant, horrible people, horrible kids? Sesame Street characters in the classroom, and they watch PBS all day. I'm going to go home and watch it. Most people are dumb. It's good to live in a place where people are, you know, educated and know stuff. Can you imagine if you lived in one of these other towns or states where everybody's just stupid? What's great is our COVID is spiking in all the red states right now, so that's great. Why do you think so? Because either those people that to come out to vote, Trump, that's the red states, or a lot of them are sick and dying. PBS has like real news. The CNN doesn't have real news anymore. It's just a copy of mine. Now they all come all day long. I can't stand it. I mean, every once in a while I look at Fox News and it makes me want to throw up for minutes. It's all this Joe Biden shit now, all that Joe Biden. You know, I understand it. 
all made up. It's all ridiculous. And they are pushing it so hard. It's, it's unbelievable. So do you guys just ignore it? Yeah. Yep, we ignore it. We just ignore it like CNN and the rest of the other outlets. All the real news that goes against our narrative, we just ignore it. Guys, that is pure evil, what you just witnessed. And you know behind closed doors and all mainstream media, all big tech, this is how most of these people feel about us, our kids, our families. Re-education camps, enlightening camps. And I saw someone in the chat saying, kids are already in re-education camps. It's called public school. And you were absolutely right. You were absolutely right. They are indoctrination camps. That's exactly what that is. So let's get into the sponsor of tonight's broadcast. Just want to bring you guys, you guys have been, I've been talking up for, uh, for weeks now. Again, everyone has got that COVID weight. Everyone's trying to lose it, me included. We have alulawellness.com. This is my mother's business, and this is the website. This is called Breakthrough M2. is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops, and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, abnormal fat. While in the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose up to 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. And if my mods can right now, please drop the link to the sign-up sheet. This is what you guys will see before you get a call with a, uh, a consolation call with a coach. You'll end up speaking to my sister, my aunt, somebody in the family. It's a family-owned business. And this is the sign-up sheet for that to get you guys started. So, guys, I did this diet um, about three years ago. I honestly lost 30 pounds in three weeks myself. It's all natural. I can promise you it's a diet that you have never done before. So go check it out, alulawellness.com. Go sign up. Get that COVID weight off. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this show. Hey, buddy, can you not do that right now? Thanks, buddy. So thank you guys for allowing me to get that sponsor, and I really appreciate it. Now, I just want to transition gears here because I want to just talk about big tech for just a moment. Just for a moment, because I saw these stories of people pushing back against big tech tyranny um, in this country and in other countries, and I absolutely loved all of this. So this was a story uh, from Creme.com, a local news outlet, talking about how this company out in Idaho was blocking Twitter and Facebook um, with their Wi-Fi services because they were so ticked off about what they have been they have been doing and what they did recently. And this is it. A North Ohio internet provider, your T1 Wi-Fi, confirmed it is blocking Facebook and Twitter from its Wi-Fi service for some customers due to censorship claims. Your T1 Wi-Fi provides internet services in North Idaho and the Spokane area. The move comes after Twitter and Facebook banned President Trump from their platforms due to incitement of violence and undermining the transition of power of the president-elect Joe Biden. The social media sites, let's see here, uh, ban the president due to violations of the terms of service. Because Twitter and Facebook are private companies, their bans on the president do not violate the First Amendment, which protects speech from being limited by the government. And we all know that's all horseshit. And we know exactly what's going on here. But this is, uh, they took it upon themselves to start blocking Twitter and Facebook. And guys, I can tell you right now, we are probably at some point going to be seeing more of this happen. And um, I hope it does. I honestly hope it does. 
Um, and to see the reactions, not just from the people in this country, for, for, but from outside the country, um, it's very eye-opening, especially when you see countries like Germany. Germany and France weighing in saying it's it's absolutely ridiculous what's happening here. And this is from Bloomberg.com. Uh, t- taking quotes here from the German Chancellor, Angela Merkel objected to the decision saying on Monday that lawmakers should set the rules governing free speech and not private technology companies. The chancellor sees the complete closing down of the account of the elected president as problematic. Stefan Seibert, her chief spokesman, said at a regular news conference in Berlin, rights like the freedom of speech can be interfe- uh, can be interfered with, but by law and within the framework defined by the legislator, not according to a corporate decision. And the Germany's leader's uh, stance is echoed by the French uh, government. Junior minister for the European Union Affairs, Clement uh, Ben, Benio said he wa- he was shocked to see private company make such an Im- important decision. This should be decided by citizens, not by a CEO. He told Bloomberg TV on Monday, there needs to be public regulation of big online platforms. Um, Finance Minister Bruno Lemar earlier said that the state should be responsible for regulations rather than the digital oligarchy and called big tech one of the threats to democracy. So all these other countries know exactly what's going on. And I'm just wondering if at some point, as we see this mass exodus off of big tech, I can see other countries that use all these platforms. They're going to move away. They're going to move away from these American Silicon big tech platforms. Either they're going to decentralize, have their own Internet on top of it, and have their own platforms for communicating among their own citizens. And they're going to go and do that going forward. Why would they want? Why would they after they're, if they're if if these American companies are going to do it to their own citizens, they're going to do it to what them too, and they absolutely did. They absolutely did. And this guy is awesome. Uh, he I don't know if he's the president of Uganda, but he's a high ranking official in Uganda. And I'm going to play you this video here. They are calling for the end of, of Facebook and Twitter um, to be completely ousted from their country. After what they did, because apparently out in Uganda, their elections were interfered with as well with big tech. And they did the same shit that they pulled here with us. And it might be a little bit hard for him um, to understand what he's saying, but you can pretty much get his point here. I'm going to play the video and then I'm going to show you Twitter's response to it. It has got to be the most comical thing I've ever read is when you guys are going to see Twitter's response. So let's listen to the Uganda president calling for the end of Facebook and Twitter because they took down some of uh, gov- these government officials, Uganda employees, their um, accounts were deleted and he wants them back. And if not, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get completely ban um, their internet providers from letting Twitter and Facebook into their country. Watch this. That is against the government and the NRM. We demand that Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram write officially to these individuals and since they have cited a government entity, Ministry of Information, we demand that Facebook and Twitter write to the Ministry of, of, of Information and ICT to provide reasons why they unilaterally, without applying the rule of natural justice, the right to fair hearing accorded to these individuals or indeed to the government of Uganda. Because many of these people are on official platform of communication of the government of Uganda, and therefore they cannot be accused of being robots meant to unfairly influence the election, especially 
if you have not written to us asking us to prove that indeed these individuals exist. Very, very surprising. They also went for private individuals. One of the people, some of the people you know them, a musician, an entertainer, a celebrity in town, full figure. Full figure, all of us know her, most of us in the media know her, that she's a musician who exists. So I know it's hard to understand what he's saying, but he's essentially saying there were people blocked from high, high-ranking personalities and government um, public figures that are very popular um, that were taken down. They were taken down off their platforms because they were saying they were they were they were spreading disinformation about the election. Doesn't that sound so familiar with what just happened to us? And that's what he's essentially calling out there. He's saying, provide us proof that they did this. Provide us proof that we ever incited violence. Provide us proof of of what you're saying is the reason why you took us down. And it's the same old story. They just delete you because they do not agree with your politics or your opinions. It's happening in Uganda. And guys, you're going to laugh because you're going to be able to understand this. Twitter public policy put this out, says ahead of the Ugandan election. We're hearing reports that Internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. We strongly condemn Internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful, violate basic human rights and the principles of the hashtag open the Internet. How I I thought, guys, this was a Babylon Babylonian B tweet here because I thought it was almost satire when I read it. They have the balls to say they are hugely harmful and violate basic human rights and the principles of the open internet. Earlier this week, in close coordination with our peers, we suspended a number of counts targeting the election in Uganda. If we can attribute any of this activity to state-backed actors, we will disclose to our archive of information operations. Access to information and freedom of expression, including the public conversation as Twitter, is never more important than during democratic processes, particularly elections. And this is what we're seeing here. This was their response to it. Absolute fucking joke. And I couldn't help but laugh. It's almost satirical that they wrote that. Twitter is all of a sudden worried about violating basic human rights and the principles of an open internet. Of an open internet. (laughs) You just cannot make this shit up, guys. This is what we're seeing here. This is what we're seeing play out. And, um... It's absolutely crazy. And just to tie up the show today before I hang out with you all in the chat, Parler looks like they're going to be back up to, back up at some point. But look at this. I thought this was pretty funny. Parler is going to be reportedly moving to Epic, a hosting company known for hosting Gab.com. It looks like their Parler is now following in Gab's footsteps and doing what Gab did years ago. And Parler is now following suit because... They're going to be back up at some point. There's no doubt about it. They'll be their own sovereign uh, platform. But, dear Lord, that's what we're dealing with here right now. And, guys, I just want to throw this in there because I know you'll love it. Um, There was a recent fight with Nancy Pelosi and AOC, and uh, it was really fun to see because this was right before they stepped on the Congress floor. Um, It's a perfect little uh, pissing match, a little fight that they had. Let's just watch this real quick.
<laughs> I love it. I love it, guys. That is brought to you by Soul Memes. And she said, what do they call female dogs again? Absolutely. Absolutely. We all know. We all know. And real quick, it looks like we hit 3,020 viewers on on the Foxhole app. We hit 4.6 on DLive. That puts us where, guys? Plus 530 on Twitch. So, what, 8,000? Close to 9,000 viewers going on, guys? Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, and I love to see it. And it's growing, and it's growing more every single day. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you guys love the... <laughs> you love the... Uh, the Nancy Pelosi video. How can you not? Close to 9,000. How can you not? I'm going to have to get a calculator, guys. Math was never my strong suit. I have to literally write everything down. I just want to get here. Someone gave me a diamond and I missed it. Totally missed it. Sorry. The chat is just flying right now. Yeah, where is Nancy? Nancy didn't show up for work uh, at least a day ago. So we don't know. There was all these rumors flowing around that Nancy and uh, someone else and Mike Pence were at the border. They were arrested. That's why Trump's down there. We don't know, guys. We have no idea. Hot Rod 73, little man needs some new cars. He absolutely does not. He does not. He's got probably close to 100 cars right now, and uh, they're almost as, they're, they're worse than Legos. They're worse than Legos, because if you step on that, you're falling on your ass, and it's been pretty close. Heather July 16th said, Scott, have you seen the Nancy Loves Trump memes? Yes. I was suspended from Twitter, but my friend showed me them. Yeah. Um... Hashtag Nancy loves Trump was trending as the number one political topic on Twitter for a long for I don't know how long but yeah they were they were it was trending and it was really funny pictures of uh, this these like promiscuous photos at least they look promiscuous of Nancy giving you know Trump the love eyes it was just really funny and I don't have any on here now but it's really great so guys before you head out the door let me just pull my stuff up here real quick. Make sure you guys check out my website, which houses my store. And if you guys want, this stuff still makes amazing gifts for yourself. All the woke merch for your family, your friends. You want to red pill somebody, maybe the merch will do it. We got it right here. We have the participation trophy for 2020 still out on sale. We have all the woke merch with your woke t-shirts, v-necks, hoodies. Again, the v-necks, the ladies, defund the media, uh, drunk wives matter v-necks. Uh, we got the mugs, coffee mugs galore. So many coffee mugs. Uh, beer glasses. The Punisher Getty-style water bottles. We got all of it here. All of it. The hats. And, of course, the magnets, the battery packs, and, of course, the shift stirs. Boom, we love that one. And, uh, guys, and another great way to sponsor the show, you guys can sign up on WokeSocieties.tv to become a personal sponsor of the show. It's as cheap as a uh, – it's cheaper than a Netflix subscription – and you can also sign up for a yearly description, uh, subscription. And this is a platform that will never be taken down. It's another castle of mine that I have. And the best part about it, you can watch through this on your Roku. Right on your Roku. You can watch me run the TV at your convenience. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. And Paulie Two Thumbs, thank you. Can I write music for your show? Paulie Two Thumbs, if I like it, I will certainly put it on this show. And you can write whatever music you want. As long as I like it, I'll put it up there, to be honest. If I don't like it, sorry. But, yeah, if I do, I will certainly uh, put put it out there, give you a great shout-out and all that. And, guys, don't forget, check out the Foxhole app. We're looking at it right now. It's running perfectly smooth. 
Um, we're at 3,000 viewers on it. It, can't, it doesn't get much better than that. We're absolutely crushing it. This is all powered through Pilled, as you guys can see here. My boys at Pilled.net made an amazing, amazing app, and also Pilled.net being an amazing platform, which is right here as well. Houses all your favorite content creators, everything and everything as far as a social media app. It's all there. Go check it out. And don't forget to check out my sponsor, my mother's business, AlulaWellness.com, uh, to start losing that COVID weight to get ourselves ready for the future, the uncertain future of what's before us. Empress KEG with the diamond. Thank you so much. Want to make sure I'm pilled. I didn't miss any power chats. And Rich, I know you donated to me on the last show. I think it was 60 bucks. Forgot to check to pill that app. And I just want to say thank you for the donation from the other night. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Let me check in there now and see what we got here. Rich, again, $25. Scott D. Live stole my money and won't let me chat. It's owned by Democrats. Uh, no, Rich, I, D. Live is definitely not owned by Democrats. I don't know what happened. Um, you might have to reach out to them to find out. But thank you so much for the $25 power chat on Pilled. I really appreciate it. Let me check my phone here. Looks like we got a donation on Cash App from Lois. Thank you so much for your uh, for your contribution to the show. It's really appreciated. And my brother said, "Appear weak when you are strong." That is the that was the uh, quote I was trying to get from uh, Art of War, and that's exactly what I think Trump's doing. That's exactly what I think Trump's doing. So, guys, follow me on Gab. Um, Gab is running pretty uh, relatively good right now. Follow me on Foxhole. Hit the, uh, that's what I want you guys to do. You see this little bell? It's going to look different on your phone, but you see this little bell here. You guys hit that notification. You guys are going to get notifications an hour, I believe a half hour, and when I go live, it goes directly to your phone. And guess what? This won't shadow ban you, so all of you will actually get notifications for real this time. Hit that bell. Go to my Gab. Follow me on gab.com slash woke societies. I'm going to be posting there. I've been posting there all night. Yesterday, all day today, it's loading videos, it's loading pictures, um, it's running great. Gab, Rumble, BitChute, I'm on all, I'm on everything. Go check it out. Go check it out. It's absolutely beautiful. And guys, we are. This is uh, this is it. We're mounting. Uh, this is the thing. Trump said in his speech, I didn't play it. He says now is time to be to be peaceful and calm. Peaceful and calm. And my, as my son's dumping his cars onto the kitchen floor, he knows what's coming. He knows I'm gonna, I'm wrapping up, and he's gonna, he's gonna crash his cars in the kitchen floor for the next three hours. Um, get that music there, so we can have some other noise besides crashing cars. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Trump said to be calm and peaceful. That's what we need at this moment, and I think he was telling us all as well. Now is the time to be calm and peaceful, and let's just see what happens. Let's not, let's stop predicting. We're going to take in the information that we have the best that we can and discern it. And um, that's the best we can do, guys. Do I honestly think Trump's going to cave? I don't. I just don't. It doesn't make any sense. He has always followed through on his promises. He's always followed through for the American people. He knows what's coming for the American people if he doesn't, if he hands us over to Joe Biden. And we, we might see Joe Biden inaugurated. We might. It's possible we might see that. That's why I named the show. Are we at the precipice now? Are we there? Are we here now? Or are we, are we going to have to go through Joe Biden being inaugurated and events after that? 
But at some point, guys, at some point, again, you know I'm a realist. If it comes to that point where he is inaugurated and time goes by and nothing's uh, nothing happens, we have to prepare ourselves for that. And we're gonna we're gonna adapt and we're gonna continue fighting and we're not gonna stop no matter what. This channel will be here as as long as I can. As long as I can. All of our friends, we're all in on the same page. We're all in regardless, because we know how important um, these channels are and getting the news out, the information out, getting the real narrative and combating it. Um, we truly are, I don't even want to say a new media, but we are, I don't know. This is just part of the movement, I guess. And whatever whatever happens after that, I mean, there's going to be a bigger need more than ever if, uh, if, that, if our worst nightmare comes to reality. There is. And all of you, by spreading our, our links, word of mouth, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, oh, I, my boyfriend, my girlfriend turned me on to your show. My, my family member turned on your show. Now my whole family watches it. Word of mouth is still the best advertising out there. So you sharing the links, telling your friends and family that we exist. Tell them that we're here. Um, if anything, guys, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not a doom and gloomer. At least you're going to walk away feeling a little bit better. You're not going to be down in the dumps. And um, at least you'll have that for your own sanity. And this is, again, this is my own therapy as well. I get to talk all these emotions because I sit, I probably do five, six hours sometimes setting up a show and being in this world almost every day, it's draining as all hell. It's draining, especially when we don't know what the future is going to be. If, um, if, you know, if Trump does his thing, we get an emergency announcement or some kind of TV message saying, ladies and gentlemen, my fellow patriots or fellow Americans, the storm is here and there's blackouts all over the country. I will be sitting comfy in that chaos if we know if that message is, is uh, put out there and we know that Trump is going to um, really take over or the military is going to take over. I will sit, even if it's 30 days of, of, of darkness, I'm good with it. It'll be a hard time for all of us to go through, but at least we know um, the bad guys will get rounded up and uh, we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see what happens. So it's 6.57, ladies and gentlemen, bringing us to our time almost at the end here. Florida Born with the Diamond. Haven't been able to get on Gap for days. You might be able to right now, Florida Born. I've been able to get on all day. That's the first time I've been able to get on all day. It's still a little slow, but if you really want to see the full experience, go on um, late at night um, when most people are sleeping. I mean, I was posting like crazy following people like crazy i'm following every i'm literally i have all my most of my contacts on twitter still i'm still on twitter i don't know how i don't know how but i was able to follow a lot of the people that i follow for my news um for this show where i get all my information from and most of them a lot of them are already on gab already and it's going to be a smooth transition eventually um twitter i'll i'll end my account on twitter i i just retweet i tweet sometimes on there now but for all the pertinent information, for everything as far as updating where I'm going to be, when I'm going to do it, follow me on Gab. That's my new uh, comfy home along with many of our other friends here. My Twitter got nuked. That's fine. It's good. Get over to Gab and on pill.net. Get over to both of those platforms and sign up. They're free. They don't sell your information. They don't do any of that shit. And good point, Suki. Good point. Clear your cache and then re and, uh, refresh and then try Gab again. And shout out to my amazing, beautiful mods for always helping here and doing a fantastic job. I know, uh, thinking Anon, you were killing some trolls in the chat today. Thank you, my friend, Little Cat. Uh, Wheezy Girl, if you're here, I don't know if you're here tonight, but thank you if you are and for holding it down 
in the Twitch chat as always. You guys are awesome. And uh, yes, yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. So guys, I'm going to be on with Methods tomorrow at 2.30, talking about whatever events play out um, during the tomorrow's tomorrow's uh, day, and uh, we're just going to keep you updated uh, every single day on the events that are happening. And that is the best we can do for you at this point, because until Trump comes in and does his thing that we're hoping he's going to do, that's really all we're hoping for. We're still waiting to see where Trump's going to land as far as social media, and that could be his... We're hoping... It's, in my mind, it, it's got to be Gab. I don't know where else he's going to go. Um, the, the count's ready for him. They're all waiting for him, and that's just waiting to be announced. Once Trump has a, a platform again that he's going to be on, we'll see what happens. But guys, we're we're not on we're not in our own timeline. We're 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 uh, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. Just waiting, but keep the positive mindset. Go outside, breathe a little bit, hang out with your family, get away from the news for a little bit. And just be with yourself. Turn your TV off. Turn your phones off. Try to do is try to do that for yourselves and be with yourselves. And that is advice to myself too, because I'm on, I'm on my damn phone like all the time. It's ridiculous. Trying to keep up with everything, staying on top of everything. It's it's really it's full time job. It is a full time job. But thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Let me just make sure I didn't miss any other donations. Just want to make sure. Nope, we're good there. We're good there. I don't want to forget anybody. I just don't want to forget anybody. And, oh, let me, uh, the chest. The chest. I almost forgot it. Angry combat veteran with the Ninja Gini. Trump has eight days to pull a rabbit out of his hat, and the clock keeps on ticking. Still no results. Well, he's certainly hinting at it, my friend. He's certainly hinting at it. But, again, until we see action, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. Will it come down to the wire? The 19th is National Popcorn Day. And then 20th, we all know what the 20th is, which is a Wednesday. And again, it seems like these biggest events, um, just like the rally was last week, always end up um, happening on uh, on our show with Methods on Methods of Madness. So we're going to have to figure out the hell we're going to be doing and all that stuff. But hey, keep the faith. I mean, it's it's your the way you keep your attitude is your own decision. Um, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not there yet. We're saying or we're, we're giving up or any of that stuff. Jmill89 with the diamond. Thank you so much. So guys, you'll see me tomorrow on Methods of Madness, and then Thursday night again at the same time at 5:30 p.m. Eastern. I will be back for your show. And let me announce now, I will be doing a show with Craig from Reasonable TV. He's going to be on my channel. We're going to do a show together on Friday night. Um, I think we're going to be doing it at six or seven. I, I gotta remember, I'll, I'll confirm the time again when I look at it. I told them, but that is going to be happening Friday. You all know Craig. I host the show. He is the man. And let me just check here to see who's hosting and all that good stuff. So I appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. I will catch you tomorrow. So stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke. <laughs>